Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I Talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Just walk with your head up high. Don't be afraid. Just take it one step at a time. Don't give up on your dreams, no matter how small. Hi, welcome to Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. This is Monica, and I'm your host. Today is January 22nd, 2013. Oh, was I sweating it, I'm telling you, when my Internet was down and I could not get it to work. Um, I was just reading here, it's talking about issues, that if you're having trouble getting in there. Um, wow, so I'm glad that I was able to get my uh, internet to work at the last minute thank goodness with my um, husband helping me turning it off and on anyway so I have a guest Tom Horvath who is um, a PhD and he is the president of Smart Recovery and the um, also the founder and president of his for-profit uh, treatment center in San Diego which is called Practical Recovery which I have been down to and visited and uh, it's a beautiful place. It's um, I've got a really great flyer here. It says uh, San Diego Self-Empowering Addiction Treatment System. We help people get high on life, and uh, so you can find practical recovery. But then Smart Recovery, which has really been growing, uh, is uh, self-management and recovery training. And I am. I, I hope that this is this is Tom. Let's see if it is. Hello? 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 Hi, is this Tom? No, this is LV. I'm just a listener. Oh, hi, Ellie. How are you? How are you? (laughs) I'm fine, and I was really stressing it. I couldn't get the, uh, what do you call it, the Internet to work in my house, and... uh, You know I know the feeling. (laughs) Boy, we were doing it for like 15 minutes, and... um, but I am going to – He he's not in the call box. I don't know what happened. I think what I'll do is – can I put you on hold? Most and then, definitely. I'm here. Yeah, what I'll do is – because now I know that this is your number. I'll put you on hold. And if, if he's not back in the queue, I'll take you back, and we can do some talking until he until he gets to us, okay? Right, so I'm just gonna I'm going to put you on hold. Okay, really good. Hi there. Hi, Gunther. Hi, everybody. Uh, we were supposed to have Tom Horvath in – he is, um, I don't know if he had some kind of situation, but 
there was some kind of a call from him. <laughs> this is really funny. Um, let me see. I'm going to send. I'm going to send a message to him here. Um, let me see. And um, blah, 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 blah. let's see. Please call in. I'm texting him right now. I don't know what's going on. Please call in to. <laughs> this is funny. Eight one eight. Four seven five ninety two eleven. You see, this is when those improv skills come in handy. Uh, all the years at the Groundlings that I studied back in the eighties. Eight one eight four seven five ninety two eleven. Um, hey there, Stephen. I see you in the chat room. Gunther. Hi, Gunther. Well, there's a lot of activism going on, and I think that maybe we can talk about it until uh, Tom calls in. Uh, Smart is growing. If you'd like to see a really great video, you can see Tom Horvath and uh, Stanton Peel. And I think it was on Huffington Live. It's a really great, you know, it's long, but it doesn't feel long because it's such a good uh, interview. And, and Tom said that it's Smart's growing at such a rate that in 10 years from now, um, it will be bigger than AA. Hey there. Hi, Gunther. And uh, I sent, there's a woman here, Gunther, that if you can hear me, uh, she's I'll Be Free is her handle. And she is, um, you know, making her own blog and made us a flyer and all that. So I am, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to Ellie. Hey there. Hello. Hey. Okay. So uh, we're going to talk until, Tom, I don't know, something must have happened I did text him. Um, he sent a voicemail, but I can't listen to it while I'm in there. So I am uh, maybe maybe my husband can come down and he can take the phone out of the room and listen to the message and see what it says, so I can deal with what to do next. But so to all those folks out there um, who think we're talking to Tom Horvath for some reason, something's gone wrong, and maybe what happened—I don't know—that he might have called in when I couldn't get my internet up therefore i was not on exactly on 3:30 you know as normally but um i'm talking with i'll be free and you are from what part of the country uh, i'm from michigan from the michigan area okay are you near an, in a big city or your outlying area no you know kind of near not living in detroit but uh not too far from it mhm mhm uh, you have helped, you know, really helping make a great uh, poster, um, a Carla Brada flyer. Um, if there's, uh, yeah, we keep to... keeping it together. Yeah, yeah. So you're creating a new website yourself, right? A new blog. What's the name of your blog? Um, I have the blog and the website because I, I have all this energy and I'm trying to channel it uh, positively. So the blog is I'll be free or die mm-hmm. at WordPress.com. And the website is I'llBeFree.Wix.com. And And it's just a way to to channel that energy. You know, first I uh, touched upon you all on your uh, LeavingAA.com blog. That was really helpful because, as you know, I just uh, was fired suddenly by my um, sponsor, and I just went into an emotional tailspin because I spent the last – almost two years being very dependent upon talking to her and a grand sponsor every day. And you guys have been like a lifeline to me. So 
So I just keep blogging. Thank Mm -hmm. you. You're so wonderful. I'm so glad. Now, you you were going to get a hold of SMART. Did you, were you able to go to an online meeting yet? I haven't been able to attend the meeting. I did register online yesterday, so I haven't gone to the online meeting yet um, because I had planned to go to their, you know, physical meeting. But I just haven't had the heart to go to another meeting. I, I, I'm kind of, it's kind of like I'm getting going to meetings out of my system. Yeah. And where the meeting is located here is in the same hospital where some of the AA meetings I went to is located. It's probably even in the same room. It's like a different day, same place. Mm. And uh, I've been kind of hesitant to just, I don't, I just don't want to do that vibe right now. Had I gone right after I stopped going to AA meetings, maybe it would have been a nice thing to fill the whole. But I've kind of been hiding out at home, mm-hmm. um, just mm-hmm. logging and writing and trying to do some work and not really wanting to run into the people because a lot of the people who go to the meetings, you know, live around here. And I just don't, I just, I don't dislike them. They, you know, most of the people in the AA meetings have been very wonderful to me. But I know what they're going to say. You know, haven't seen you in a while. When it comes to the meeting, you better get to a meeting. You're going to relax. I just don't feel like hearing it. I really don't. Yeah. You never know what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, my mood. You never know what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, they and won't I, like it. Well, I think what's kind of sad is that the, the, the those voices, you know, as you were you wrote on the blog, uh, the voices in people's heads are, you know, not not a good thing, and definitely a part of brainwashing, and not a part of, uh, you know, empowerment. And I am so sorry, whatever this is happening. With uh, Tom, for those of you who came in, I know they got posted on Smart Recovery on Facebook and their uh, their um, website. There's so many blogs, uh, website that he was going to be on today. I guess we're going to let's see what happens. I don't know. My husband, I gave, I just texted him his phone number for me, and he's going to call him and see what he says. You know what? It actually says the Blog Talk Radio, I guess, was having uh, a problem. It says, let's see, we're aware that guest lines are also experiencing issues and our techs are working to resolve the issue. Um, experiencing issues connecting to their host dial-in number 213. Oh, oh my goodness. I should. So did you dial in the 818? They're giving me a different number. Um, so maybe he should dial in. I'm going to send this 213. I'm sorry, let me just talk out loud to you, Ellie, while you're on the phone. Um, they're saying dial 213. Some guests are having trouble. Three two five three two five three four three four three four three four. You know, I uh, I went to Smart when I was still attending uh, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, and they were they helped me leave really because I I felt so sane when I went to them. And they were run differently. There was a trained facilitator. You have to go through a training. They have sexual harassment policies. Uh, you get warned once. If you do it again, you're asked to leave and to not ever come back. And, uh, yeah, I was really impressed when I spoke to uh, Sherry Olwood, who was, runs you know, the main uh, person in the middle of the country, and uh, and also that it was not based really on the past. People weren't sitting around talking about um, what had happened, you know, they were just talking about like the past week and what they were dealing with right now. And uh, there was people would talk to each other across 
you know, like an AA crosstalk. Yeah, they they had a discussion. It's really a group, and uh, they don't believe the group should get any bigger than a certain amount because then people can't communicate. You know, you can't. It's not therapeutic, which is true. But I like what you, you know, I think it's important, and I hear a lot of bloggers say this, that they don't want to go to a meeting, they don't want to go to meetings anymore. And But I think if we had, you know, online chats or, you know, different things, like you set up this conference call, tell us about the conference call that you're, it's going to be tomorrow, right? Tell us about that. Yeah, we're going to try again tomorrow. I had a little technical glitch on Sunday, so it's um it's the anti-AA conference call. I'm not too happy about that anti-word because it's a negative connotation, but I wanted to make sure that people who were pro-AA knew not to, you know, come to the call. Mm-hmm. And it's just to really be supportive, you know, by reaching out and having you all respond to me as a human being. I, what I realized is I hadn't been used to being responded to as a unique human being in AA. So when you and Auntie D and, and Sue and Anon on your – uh, blog started really responding to me as a person, it was really, really refreshing. You know, it, it, it really engaged me. So what I want to do with the conference call is let people know that they're they're not alone. And I facilitated conference calls for AA. You know, I did that twice a week. So now I want to balance out that energy and do something that will really be empowering, you know, for people the way that your blog has been to me. I, I'm basically just playing it by ear, you know, just you know, I want to read that uh, Chapter 5 uh, parody on Chapter 5 that you shared with me. I want to read that. And then just let people share their experiences, you know, what they've gone through. I, I hear people on your blog, they share about moderation, um, mm-hmm. smart, harm mm-hmm. um, reduction. And to know that all of these alternatives are there right. is very important. Because I didn't know. I didn't right. know. AA, it, was, it was do AA or die. <laughs> did you? Did you? I'm I know. Be dead now. Well, you know, I think it's sad, uh, especially in today's world, where uh, I was kind of shocked when I discovered Smart. Uh, I think especially Smart SOS, which were local in Los Angeles. There were some more Smart meetings, and um, there were SOS. There were three meetings in the LA area of SOS. That's you know a support group, abstinence based. Um, I didn't know there was moderation management because it had gotten such bad press but certainly mark kern dr mark kern uh, runs the group and uh, maybe he's going to have a you know a group up and running again but uh you have online you know the hams harm reduction and drink link moderation um so hopefully tom horvath is going to call in 818-475-9211 and what we're going to do once uh, my husband is texting him and talking to him to figure out what's going on here um that once he gets in, that we're, we're going to talk and then take some calls. And you're already here. Oh, my God, now it's saying reconnecting to the server. I can't believe what's going on. Although I'm on the phone, so what I've learned is that I could actually, without, I wouldn't be able to put up a chat room, you know what I mean? But people could listen. Um, I think as long as I'm on the phone, uh, that's a good question. I don't know if Gunther knows that answer, but... Uh, the show is going. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. The internet is one thing, but it, this is a phone. Uh, it's a phone line. Yeah. It's a phone line, but it is connected to my computer yeah. because it's recording. I don't know. I mean, it's boy, it's the stuff beautiful. we can. I mean, the stuff we can do nowadays. I'm just like, yeah. It says it's reconnecting to the server. What the heck does that mean? Eight one eight four seven five ninety two eleven. I can't see what's going on in the chat room right now, but um. 
So I, I do think that, I mean, mine said leaving AA site, you know. I mean, that's one of my sites. And uh, I think the anti-AA, you know, as you go along, you can change it. This radio show first was all about 13-stepping, and it was called right. Stop 13-Step in AA. And one of the bloggers suggested that I call it something more generic so that when I moved away from that, I wouldn't I wasn't caught in just that by my name, which she was really smart. So... I I called it safe recovery. I mean, even though I don't like the word recovery anymore because I don't think there's it's like you recovered. You get recovered. Like I would love to have a whole conversation about that. Like you're not recovering forever. Like that's craziness. That's well, nuts. these are new concepts. You see, yeah. because yeah. I've just come out of sponsors telling me that this is a lifelong terminal illness and you only have a daily reprieve, you know. That's depressing in and of itself. I only have a daily reprieve. <laughs> right, right. You know? And and then and then as I put on your blog, I say, you know, they keep, you know, they want to have this disease model, but I'm going to tell you, I'm I'm really pissed off because they want to say that it's a disease, but I'm just, when you slip or relapse, you're not treated like somebody who has a disease. You're mm-hmm. treated like someone who's misbehaved. Right. So is it a behavior or is it a disease? Because mm-hmm. I, I I've been you, they know it's behavior. That, so that's the way they act. My, my sponsors didn't treat me like I had a disease and I went into, you know, I went out of remission. They treated me like I knew, I knew how I was supposed to behave and I misbehaved and now they're punishing me. Wow. So I want to know why you can't find a way to be honest about that. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. to see their, their whole program would implode. If they admitted that they knew it was a behavior, the right. whole program would implode. So see, they well, can't. And there's the insanity. You know, I, I really, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, you really got me thinking. I was talking to my son when I was reading your post that you posted, whether it was yesterday or last night, and, you know, I thought, I think it was the day before, but, you know, it was really intelligent. Um, it's not working. So, wow. Um, maybe if you can hear me, Kevin, how about you try calling in? How about you try calling in? You did it, and you got in, right? 818-475-9211. The thing that That's it's right. saying is guests call in to 818-475-9211. The host number is the 213-943-3434. That's why I can't tell uh, him to call in that number and to use the PIN because um, there is a banner that has that up there right now. Um, but that is my number. Uh, man, I can't believe this is not working. Uh, maybe... Um, Let's see. Do you have him? Well, maybe he could call my cell, and we could do it that way. Let's right, try that. Right. Call my cell, and we could. I could put it on speaker, and we could see how it sounds. You guys can tell me, right? And let's. Can you um, three-way him? What's that? Can you three-way him? Like for instance, if I wanted to, I could call somebody right now from my cell and bring them on the line with you and I. Can you do that with your cell phone? Yeah, I can. You, so you could call him directly and just bring him right on. Um, well, from uh, three three nine. Let's. I'm going to try that. Just doing it this way and put it on my speakerphone and see. And you guys can tell me how it sounds. And if not, we'll reschedule it. And then um, I'll rename the show and we can just talk about all this stuff we're talking about. Uh, because I see that you got in and, and Kevin did because he's he's there in the queue. But what's happening? Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, 
so let's just talk until he calls in. Um, so just this point, so if, like you said in your post and what you're just saying now, if you had cancer, oh, here he is. Okay, Tom? Hi, Tom. You know, uh, can everybody hear me? I'm going to put it on speakerphone here. Hello? I'm here. Hi. So what, one of the things that I was thinking, I mean, it's weird. You, so you've tried the 818-475-9211 and it's not working? Yeah, I get a recording that tells me the number isn't in service. You're kidding. Can you call the number yourself? Yeah, I mean, I could call it. Uh, I could put you on hold and call it so I can hear it. But Kevin got in, and then um, Elle from uh, Detroit called, and she's in there. But I've never you, – you've done it before. We've had you on a couple of times, right? Right. Let me uh, let me see. How do I hold uh, – Just hang up on me and then um, call it see what's happening. Okay, that's a good idea. But we we thought if I could put you on speakerphone – and then put my other phone on speaker, you know, and if we, if everybody can hear you, we can continue that way. But let me yeah, I let can me hear him. Yeah, you can hear him? Mhm. Yeah, so Elke said she can hear you. Let me try it and I'll call you right back, Tom. Okay. Okay, bye. This is so funny. Um let me do it. So uh eight one eight here we go. One eight one eight four seven five ninety two eleven. One little ringy. It's like um. Oh, it's working. Okay, I'm gonna call him back. <laughs> Okay, so it's working. Just just try it again. 818-475-9211. I called and it was working. Okay, will do. Okay, thanks. Yeah, nobody gets mad at you for a disease, but for a behavior they do. And uh, I think that that's why there's you know, so much support out there. Um, but I think once somebody leaves, too, you begin to think about other things. If you're not going to drink the Kool-Aid, you're not just going to th- think about abstinence as a must. Um, and I think especially for not just for young people, but for many people, um, you know, I hope he gets in. I feel like um was in the Matrix. He got in. <laughs> so you happened? know what's so amazing is since I stopped going to AA meetings and I'm, I don't feel controlled by my two sponsors, um the obsession with alcohol has left because being in AA actually made it worse for me. It's mm. kind of I, I started looking into something called the Rat Park experiment about like when you put controls and cages over someone and you and, and you try to uh, really strictly enforce their behavior and you and you impose upon them. That makes some people really crazy, and I think I'm one of those people that under those conditions I get worse, not better. 
I'm a free spirit. I'm an artist. I'm a poet. I'm a songwriter. I mean, you know, I, I, you can't do that to me. There right. may be some people who need that. They want that little spanky spank. You know, they might like that. Right. But uh, that that makes me absolutely crazy. And since I've been out of that environment, I have not been obsessing and having the anxiety, and it, it, it's it, it's it's gone. I, like right now, I think if I want something to drink, I'll go get it. I know that I shouldn't um, overindulge. You know what I'm saying? I know that I should stay away from hard liquor. Really, really, I got to stay away from hard liquor. I know right. that. Right. Well, I do. Right. And I know if I if I go ahead and, and, and engage in that behavior, I'm going to feel sick as a dog. I might die. You know, I have health concerns. You know, so I feel a lot less anxiety now than I was feeling trying to please these. Oh, hold on a second. I'm trying something. I'm, I'm dialing him. I've never done that before. I got one second. Oh, I can't believe I just I figured out something. You there? I'm here. Oh my God, this is great. I was able to. I, I found a way to call you. I've never known I could do that. <laughs> Did you oh, away? well. <laughs> So whatever I said, oh, I'm not, you have to call me. So uh, there it is. I called you. Yes, you did. Oh, my God. Welcome. Thank you so much. So did you try to call and it still didn't work? Uh, this time I got three, I got a busy signal three different times. The previous well, time I would get recordings. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad to have you on for the last, whatever, 31 minutes we have left. We were talking to a, a blogger. Just keeping it going. That was so strange. Technical stuff. So how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm so glad to have you on. Um, so a lot of people are wanting to know how are things going with Smart like right now because, you know, we talked about it's growing a lot. And what's going on with it now? Sure. Well, the short news is that we now exceed 800 meetings worldwide, most of them in the United States, a growing mm -hmm. online presence as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that the rate of growth, we've looked at this in the last year, has bumped up to a rate of 25% a year, wow. which, seems, which suggests that if that can continue, within about a decade, we should have in the U.S. alone, about 5,000 meetings, which makes us comparably available to 12-step meetings. Oh, so, for instance, mm -hmm. if, if there's three 12-step meetings within 10 minutes, there would be one smart recovery meeting within 15 minutes of you, and that's close enough that if you want to go, it's not a big burden to go. Mm -hmm. So that's the point we're shooting for now. That's awesome. And the online presence, how how frequent are meetings online and how easy is it to jump in a, a meeting? Unfortunately, we've had to limit the size of the meetings to 35 people because beyond that they get unwieldy, but I think there's nearly 30 meetings a week now. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Yes. That's really good. Um, do you do a lot of traveling? I have not. I get to the Smart Recovery Annual Conference, but this year will be in San Diego, so it's close to home. Oh, good. When is that going to be? October 11th to 13th. Okay, I want to put it down. Um, have you considered, you know, I think they need you in India. 
There seems to be a great interest in smart recovery in India, yes. There is. So is there a meeting there yet? Uh, I haven't checked the latest on it. It really, uh, yeah. It's needed. I, you know, from under the radar and over the radar, the middle class is growing. And uh, somebody actually posted that um, the 12 step wasn't going over well there because there was a lot of Hindu uh, and Buddhists, and they started talking about uh, they weren't using cognitive behavioral therapy, but they were using wording that sounded like similar to smart, you know. And I was just curious because you do work in the community you know, of that community. and uh, But India and uh, Thailand, I think, uh, would really embrace, you know, it as well as uh, moderation, which brings me to my next question. There's two okay. things that I think are important that need to happen, that we there's some sort of a young person, a smart group, and then um, a smart moderation uh, component or something. It, what do you think about those two things I just mentioned? Well, let me start with the moderation component first. Smart recovery meetings are intended for people who are choosing to abstain or are considering abstinence, and mm. the considering part is that they're welcome to join in and listen to an abstinence-oriented discussion. We're not there to discuss the, the merits of abstinence versus moderation. Right. And we have decided to keep it at that because we think that people who have chosen to abstain want to be often around other abstainers. Mm -hmm. And we're not at all opposed to moderation, but moderation management does that. And there's also another group called HAMS, um, right. which we would refer people to. Mm -hmm. So we don't, we're not opposed to moderation at all, but don't have any immediate plans to do that ourselves. And we are, we have recently... Uh, we're beginning to experiment with opening up the website to a lower age group. I think 14 is going to be the uh, age limit now, and we're going to see how that goes. And if it does, we'll uh, keep that going. We do have some team meetings around the country, but not many. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's good. Um, I, I know that you guys, I think, are working on like a, a trifold pamphlet that's going to be used in New York. Oh, we're always working up pamphlets. Um, so there's several online now, and I'm sure there'll be more. Okay. Uh, one of the questions that I, I found, I think the first time that I spoke to you, I didn't have you know any of your, the books, and I, I didn't even know what uh, SMART stood for, even though I was very excited about it. I think Gunther and the bloggers had, you know, people spoke so highly of it. But um, I do have your book that you wrote, and it's called Sex, Drugs, Gambling, and Chocolate. It's a workbook for overcoming addictions um, by Dr. Thomas Horvath, who I'm speaking to right now. Um, did you ever have a problem with any addiction at all? Well, from my perspective, uh, first of all, let me say, I'm not someone who considers himself in recovery in the usual sense. Mm -hmm. And I've not had any substance problems. I got a little tipsy once from drinking, maybe twice. Mm -hmm. uh, and I smoked pot a couple times and really haven't done anything else. So I, I'm not your classic chemically dependent person. But from my perspective, everybody that deals with addiction issues because we all 
from my perspective, are addicted by nature to food and sex and the attention attention of others. And we need to figure out how to manage those. So I don't think that addiction is an issue of just some people. I think it's an issue all of us face. And, of course, if you get into the chemicals or gambling or pornography or other things that can be very difficult to deal with, then problems multiply substantially and you need a major focus on it. But most everybody deals with some of those basic issues. Right. One of the things that um, Elle and I were talking about, she's, I think, still on the on the phone here, was uh, recovered, uh, recovering, and recovery. I think, I mean, that term, uh, you know, I really, uh, I, I don't like it all anymore. I mean, I, nobody said it a long time ago anyway. Nobody said I was in recovery. Are you kidding? Like, they'd be embarrassed to say such a word back in the 70s. But, uh, you know, people, um, I, I think initially, uh, well, you want to talk? Oh, what? What happened to you and um, that you're looking to go to a smart meeting and go online? Are you there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah, L, this is Tom. You're talking to Tom Horvath, and this is L from an outside of Detroit area. And do you want to tell him what, what happened to you and what you're feeling about that whole thing with disease and versus behavior? Yeah, well, the, the question I keep uh, posing in my mind, and uh, I'm, I'm honored to talk to you today. I was just I'm just starting to read more about Smart, and it's going to be the first program I uh, come into contact with after AA. Whenever I get either on, to an online meeting or to a physical meeting, um, the thing I have a problem with is this disease model where they want to say that it's a disease that you're going to have forever. You're going to be in recovery, going to these meetings forever. Yet time and time again, when myself or another person it, uh, slipped or relapsed the way that they react to you is if you are somebody who misbehaves. They get angry with you. They shun you. They fire you. They embarrass you. They criticize you. And if they really believed it was a disease, I mean, would you treat a person who had cancer, who went out of remission in this way? So they know it's not a disease. So there seems to be no rationality, which is why when I started reading up on rational recovery and SMART, and I heard that there was actually some kind of, you know, logical thinking, therapeutic, you know, uh, modality in there, that's what made me really, really interested in the alternatives to AA at all. Before I even found the blog, just to know that there were alternatives that actually use some kind of logic and, 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 and rational thinking is what appealed to me because this disease model doesn't make sense and they don't even seem to believe that the people have a disease. I'm sorry, I'm long-winded. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think Tom's used to it, but go ahead. <laughs> well, Al, first of all, it's a pleasure to have the chance to talk with you. And, yes, I have heard many people mention these very issues that you are mentioning as their objections to addiction as a disease. In my own history of dealing with this for nearly three decades now, I have come to the realization that these definitions and labels are very personal, and I certainly have met people who want to think of their problems as a disease, and it seems to work for them, and I don't take it to be my job to talk them out of that idea. But most of the people who come and find me, either in my, in my professional work at Practical Recovery, which is my program, or Smart Recovery, which is my volunteer job, mm -hmm. uh, tend to have your way of thinking, and uh, that will work too. 
and it, it in fact will work very well. So you shouldn't feel ashamed or embarrassed or second class in any way to view addiction as something other than a disease which can be dealt with using uh, sensible, rational methods. I thank you because that is really what I need because praying on it and praying on it and praying on it and not receiving the uh, the uh, removal of the accept, uh, obsession was driving me crazy. And I kept trying to study the program and, 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 and understand the program, and they said, you cannot understand it. Stop trying to understand it. Would you just go down? So I can't do that. I have to think, and the more you tell me not to think, the more I think. It's like if I say, don't think about a pink elephant in the room with purple polka dots, immediately in your mind it conjures <laughs> up the vision of a pink so the more they told me not to think, the more I thought. And now what I realize is why it increased my anxiety is because it doesn't make any damn sense. It's just that I can't, there's nothing to be understood. And I have to be able to understand something in order to follow it. Mm-hmm. I have a master's degree in counseling, okay? You know, they treated me like I was retarded. I'm not mm-hmm. a, I'm not a stupid, retarded person. Mm-hmm. You have to show me a therapeutic model, and how this is going to work. Because I believe, I believe in God, and I believe that God gave us a, the, the mind in order to use the mind to unlock and solve problems, not that it's a sin. They mm-hmm. believe that using my brain is a sin, a fatal sin that's going to cause me to die. And I've only been away from them maybe two months now, and I still am scared in the back of my mind because of this conditioning Maybe I'm making a mistake and I'm actually going to end up dying because I'm looking at all these other alternatives, you know, and I'm working with Monica. Maybe I'm going to die. You know, that is still in my mind. They played with my mind, and I'm angry. So I am going to look into SMART. I'm going to see, uh, you know, what your program offers because what I would like is to see a comprehensive um, area where, we, you know, like a coalition of alternatives where we can put all of these alternatives together, moderation, SMART, and Life Ring and SOS and Women for Sobriety, put them all together as alternatives that people can choose from as they wish and, and not be in competition with each other because everything does, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of, um, I call my drinking a drinking situation. It's not a disease. <laughs> I just call it a drinking situation, you know, and I have mm-hmm. to see where I'm situated in, the, in, this, in this model, you know, something that works for me. Well, you want to say something, Tom? Uh, no, I'm I'm enjoying listening to this. <laughs> one of the, there's a couple of things I have. So one of the things that I, you know, you could do, and I think it's it's pretty reasonably priced. Is Smart has a workbook that you can order online, and uh, it's under isn't it like twelve ninety five or something, Tom? The the workbook actually for Smart. The Smart Recovery Handbook, I think, is ten dollars plus maybe a shipping charge. Yes. Okay, and then I'm looking at Tom's book, which is the Sex, Drugs, and Gambling and Chocolate. It's a workbook, right? And just to give you an idea, a difference, L, compared to, you know, the uh, some of the others we know about. Here's a question: Do you truly have a choice about continuing with your addiction, or do you have to change? Explain your perspective. That's question number one. Number two, it says, when others tell you that you have to stop your addiction or that you have to change it, how do you feel? What do you say? I mean, I remember the first time Tom said, uh, and in fact, I think it maybe was on a video I saw of you uh, when you were talking about dealing with uh, a child who's drinking. And instead of saying, 
whatever else you'd say, you'd say, well, what did you get out of that? <laughs> and from an ex-stepper, right, and somebody sitting calmly like Tom and going, um, what did you get out of that, you know, drinking last night? You watch the person across the room react so differently. I don't even remember what I used to say before that. But to treat a person like an adult, like Elle is talking about, someone who has a master's degree, who is educated, who's a mother, who's raising children, you know, who isn't some lowest of the lowest, you know, scum of the earth, uh, man on Skid Row, right? And even some man down on Skid Row might be highly educated, too, who wound up down there. But I think that what I saw in Smart and for what I saw with Tom was a respect for treating somebody uh, with like, like they're an adult, which they are, and asking them what is it, um, like what are your ultimate goals in life? That's a question here. Um, here's another question. If you have begun or about to begin an abstinence or moderation plan, what are the most likely ways in which a slip could occur? Um, you know, it's just very different approach. And uh... So let me, let me jump in here and say that although there are many ideas that are important in the recovery, of process, the recovery process, and some ideas are more important for specific people, but I would say probably the fundamental fact about recovery is that recovery occurs in individuals, and individuals, particularly somebody like Elle, has a mind of her own. Mm-hmm. And she she needs to believe that what she is doing makes sense. Mm-hmm. And none of us yeah. like to feel we're being ordered around, whether we're on skid row or some higher station in life. Mm-hmm. So any any approach to recovery that doesn't build an alliance and collaborate with the person mm-hmm. in a way that makes sense to that person is probably not going to work well. There are people who seem to prefer being told what to do. And those folks probably do much better in a 12-step program. Or in the military. And, oh, sorry. Or, or other, I mean, it's, yeah. we all need to, at times, submit to authority. I want people to stop at traffic lights, you know, and stop right. signs and pay right. their bills and do all sorts of things that keep society running. But on a very personal issue like this, we need to recognize it, it's, you can think of it from a humanitarian perspective that, well, this Elle is, a, is a, an adult woman and she's entitled to freedom to make her own decisions. Even if you could care less about the humanitarian aspect, the fact is that Elle's going to make her own decisions, and that's the most important fact about recovery. Mm, mm-hmm. Right, right. That That's right, because despite what rules were imposed upon me, I kept doing what I want. I, I, I'm telling you, I drove these people crazy. They said, your problem is you're hard-headed. <laughs> I haven't had anybody call me hard-headed since I was five years old. I'm like, why are you talking? No, the first time I said, why would God give me a brain if God didn't want me to use it, was when I was five years old in church. Mm-hmm. When people tried to... I have always been who I am, and they were not speaking to who I am, you, 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 you know. And I want to ask you a question, if I may. This is something that Please. stays in my mind about smart. It's, it's kind of off off topic a little bit, but 
is the name smart? Did you all come up with that as an antithesis to AA as like, you know, <laughs> it's the opposite of, of smart because it's really clever if you did. <laughs> smart. Well, as opposed to stupid or something like that. Um, <laughs> no, <clears throat> we particularly like the acronym self-management and recovery training. And we have a four-point program. Two of the points are about recovery training and two of them are about self-management more broadly in your life. And we did we did certainly like the idea of being smart about this, to really think it through and be intelligent. But we weren't trying to to suggest that other approaches are not, or that, that they're stupid or not smart. Because there's a an intellectual component to every approach to recovery, but it is particularly strong in the smart recovery approach. Well, well, so but, it was just a, a way things came together. <laughs> but it, it is a great, I like it because you don't even have to say smart recovery. You can just say smart meaning. And I do, I know that you were never a member, Tom, but being that I was, uh, there is a really nasty saying uh, in AA that, that, that goes like this, and it says, well, you can be too smart, but you can't be too stupid for AA. That, I mean, that's a terrible thing to say to a bright person young or old, which I've heard it said to, you know, so I do like, so you say, well, then you need to go to smart. Well, I got a, I got a real kick out of texting my grand sponsor, and I told her, I'm going over to smart. Send, you know, <laughs> because they always told me, see, you're too smart for your own good, and your smartness is going to kill you. So what I'm looking forward to is, is going to SMART and not ending up dead in an asylum in, in the institution in jail. And um, I love that the name of it is SMART. I, I love it. Yeah. Well, there is also a saying in, in AA that your best thinking got you here. Oh, my God. And I think, yeah. well, I think that's true to the extent that, that when people feel stuck, then the solution is to get some better thinking in place. And that's what we're trying to propose is some different ways of thinking about this problem that might make more sense for somebody and work for them. For instance, there's a page in the handbook that talks, it's very specific. If you've been thinking this, like I have to quit drinking, right. why don't you consider thinking this? I choose to quit drinking. And there, it's, I've forgotten the title of the page, something like substitute language, but it tells you very specifically, you thought this, Try thinking this. See how that yeah. works for you. Yeah, it's the black and white, uh, getting rid of the black and white and changing words uh, of how you use them. And I, I mean, even just that. I think that um, I am going to, I've never ordered the handbook. I'll get it. And so maybe for the next time I can have it sitting in front of me because it's weird. Even though I'm able to have the show, I'm not able to open up uh, other pages on my computer right now, so I can't even look at it online. Um, it, what is uh, happening as far as uh, getting into, um, you know, maybe having the courts know that you're here and having people being able to attend online meetings? Is that a possibility? Is that going on? This is already happening. Mm -hmm. And it is now the law of the land in the United States that if you are required to attend uh, mutual help, self-help, support group for addiction that smart recovery
Recovery and other groups, in addition to 12-step groups, would be an option. And we're in the process, it's a slow process, mm-hmm. of getting courts around the com- country to recognize this. As part of that process, we, on the Smart Recovery website, do list all of the legal decisions that emphasize this uh Decision that five federal circuit courts of appeal have now made. That oh, five of them. Cannot, okay. Mm-hmm. Five of them. Yes, it covers 25 states, and really, when you've got that many covered, it by precedent covers the whole country. You cannot order someone to 12-step groups specifically because it's as if you're requiring them to go to church, and the government can't require you to have any particular religious beliefs. So, smart recovery is available. Specific judges need to be educated about this, and we're in the process of doing that. Wow. So how are you doing that? Well, one person at a time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we look for champions in different localities who will reach out to courts and court systems, and we Mm -hmm. are putting in place support to do that. Just the listing of the legal cases, and there's like a dozen of them Mm -hmm. on the website, including the, the five Federal Circuit decisions, but other decisions. From a a lawyer's perspective, it's a very clear issue, and if there's somebody who's in this situation, they should just show these cases to their lawyer, and the lawyer can go to court. And most judges, I think, are pretty reasonable. There's a lot of law to keep up with, and this may not be at the top of their priority list. So if if someone just educates the court, I think they generally will be agreeable. Yeah, this is, uh, we have a letter that we comprised we were going to do it and will do it eventually. I mean, I'm so busy, but I, I want this is one of the things we think is important that the letter go to. Uh, there's a judge that oversees each, all of the judges in each state. So it could go to somebody like that, saying that we we're finding that people are still being sentenced uh, to Alcoholics Anonymous when that's already been deemed that you can't do it. It's against you know your First Amendment rights and that um, you have to be given a choice because it's been deemed a religion. I didn't know it was in the five circuit courts. I knew that there were in ours, the Ninth Circuit, and I think the New York, whatever the New York one is in, is definitely. So this is really good news. That's really fantastic. Yeah. And so I guess between what you do and what I'm doing and you know what other uh, options that are out there, people that are fighting for people's rights, including atheists. You know, there are groups that are fighting, you know, for that, and there are very specific reason uh, why, and it can be understand. But that's fantastic. I, I had no idea. Um, also, at the uh, – there's a big event. One happened in Anaheim. The other one happened, I think, in D.C., maybe it was last year, where it's – there are lawyers there. There's parole officers do you know that it's like a conference where uh, there's a lot of drug court people? Do you go to that conference? If you're talking about the National Drug Court Association, I don't remember its specific name. We have at times gone and represented Smart Recovery there. Our budget, of course, is limited, and, and conferences are particularly expensive. Right. But right. we we do keep reaching out. It, it really is only a matter of time that mm-hmm. these changes will occur. And, of course, faster is better because it really makes a difference in the lives of individuals. But within a decade, I believe right. we will have parity within our system in the United States. And I can see that happening already 
because many addiction professionals are taking it on as their responsibility. You can just see in the way they speak about it mm. that they feel responsible for telling people there is this range of approaches. It's not just 12-step. And I don't want to say anything against 12-step because it seems to work fine for a lot of people. And I have reason to think that even when there is parity in the system, when when you can easily get to one or the other and, and all the other alternatives, that, that about half the people seeking a support group will still want to go to 12-step meetings. They're not going to go away. And mm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm yeah, guessing there that, might yeah. be moments mm. where Elle thinks maybe they'd be better off gone and and I admit that at times in my past I have thought that. But the reality is that these groups serve a very useful function for specific people. And as long as those people know that they're there by choice and they could go someplace else, but they're choosing to go to 12-step meetings, then that's what we want. Well, because other people will go to Smart Recovery or Women for Sobriety or whatever and know that they can be there too. Well, I, I think that uh, I'm so glad to hear the positive aspect. I just want to tell everybody who is listening, we're talking to Dr. T- Tom Horvath, who is president of Practical Recovery, his treatment center in San Diego, which is a complete non-12-step program, as well as he is the president of this. Is his non-paid job would be smart recovery, self-manage and recovery, self-management and recovery training, right? Am I saying it right? Yes, yes, um, yes. That it's... Um, I think important to put a warning label like they eventually did on cigarettes. Like if we look at, there's an ad on one of my blog posts. I found this ad from the 1930s that said I had a doctor with a picture saying cigarettes are good for your health. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> sorry, because <laughs> I'm coughing. I don't even smoke. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's what it had. And you know, that's when A was started. And you know, you know me. I mean, I think it's become really dangerous. It's very deadly. And you know, if you don't know the cases of Carla Brown meeting a guy who murdered her, and I'm working with the family that, you know, the the courts, there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen, which is the DUIs need to be given every choice, including yours, uh, you know, SMART, and uh, whether it's SOS or harm reduction. Oh, I want to jump in and say something positive. Donna Cornett from Drink Link Moderation said to me, uh, we were talking whether it was on air or not, that she used to be laughed 20 years ago. She was laughed out of everywhere. People made fun of her, and now they're all really interested. And she said there, she saw this real shift in um, approaches to seeing the failure. Uh, and also, if you're going to court order a third-level sex offender and a violent criminal to an A or an NA meeting, it's going to be a disaster. And that's kind of what's going on in that there's a lot of – there's just dumping, dumping ground without any – like in least Smart, you have sexual harassment policy. Right. You know, and it's important. It's important if you're going to – if you're going to do something like that, you need a warning label like, you know, like what's it, uh, at any office, what's it called? OSHA has a sign-up. You know, if you work in a restaurant, there's a sign-up. And uh, it's like my son said, well, if you're going to send, if a go- our government is going to send people somewhere, then it better be regulated. Well, you know, Monica, I've been thinking about this issue a lot because I knew we would be talking today and we have spoken about this before. And in the big picture, anything that has the capacity to help also has the capacity to harm. The knife that is sharp enough to use in surgery is also a knife that can kill you. Mm-hmm. And the fire that you have on your gas burner at home to cook your food will also burn your house down. 
Right. So the, everything needs to be very carefully managed. When people are in relationships in which one has more authority than the other, right. then there's immediately the risk of abuse. And abuse happens in, if you have a large enough organization, people will abuse their power because mm-hmm. people are not perfect. In Smart Recovery, we have worked very hard to train facilitators, to monitor facilitators, to address issues that arise, and we have also not put in place a sponsor relationship because we think that's the relationship that's perhaps most at risk for abuse because it's a private uh, arrangement. So everything that happens in smart recovery happens in public where Mm -hmm. at least people can support each other if abuse is occurring. And... I take, for instance, another comparison would be the Catholic Church. Now, the Catholic Church is the oldest institution in the world. Right. And although it's had a lot of problems in the United States, the Church is going to carry on probably for as long as humanity does. And there have been some priests who've done bad things, and there's been cover-up, but it doesn't mean the whole organization is bad. And I'm sure the U.S. Catholic Church is learning some hard lessons about what it needs to do. And it may be that that AA needs to learn some hard lessons. I don't know the specifics of a lot of these cases, but I certainly have heard many stories. We're trying in Smart Recovery to do our best to minimize these kinds of risks, but human beings are fallible. It's one of the things that we teach in Smart Recovery, that you can move on even though you've made mistakes. And that's what we'd like to offer to everyone. Of course, first you need to start with the truth, and then you can move on. Wow, it's been really, we're running out of time, and I am really, I'm so glad to have you on. I'm so sorry we had, you know, technical problems in two ways, phone and on my Internet. I had it for 15 minutes, but I want to thank you so much. So we're talking to Tom Horvath. Uh, there's Practical Recovery down in San Diego if you need to go to a treatment center uh, that he is president of, and then there is Smart Recovery, which he is president of, the nonprofit. There's over now 800 meetings around the United States and Canada, is that right, or around the world? Is it 800 meetings? 800 around the world and something a little less than that in the U.S. Oh, I'm just really happy to have you on. Thank you so much, Elle, for calling in. And we'll do it again in a couple of months. And, uh, uh, again, thank you so much. My pleasure, Elle. It's a pleasure to meet you, and uh, I hope our paths cross again soon. Okay, thanks, Tom. All righty, everybody, good night, and we'll talk soon and talk about our flyer. And everybody else, if you're still listening, if you're still out, even though I think we've run out of time, I'll finish it up in that we're going to have professionals uh, from all the other options that are out there uh, on for the next few months as I continue on making my uh, documentary film and interviewing people like Tom Horvath and uh, Stanton Peel, like I had on, uh, and uh, we'll just have bloggers on as well. So thank you so much, and good night. Have a great week, and we'll see you on the blogs, okay? All right. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. Bye, Elle. I'll talk to you. All right. Bye-bye.